Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, before we get into our passage for the week, we want to announce an upcoming opportunity. Heritage Bible Church will be sponsoring a four-day marriage tune-up seminar beginning April 22nd for four consecutive Wednesday evenings from 6.30 to 7.30 at HBC in Boise. Dr. Tom Westall will be presenting 14 topics aimed to strengthening and protecting your marriage. I've said this before, but the best time to attend a seminar like this is when you don't yet need it. But there's something here for everyone, married or contemplating marriage, whether your marriage is cruising along or hitting some bumps in the road. And you are all invited to come and join us for all or any of those days beginning April 22nd at 630 at no charge. And we know it will be valuable. Well, this week we enter Mark chapter 7, verses 1 through 7. In the last decade or so, it seems that the cultural shifts we're experiencing are accelerating. And as they accelerate, they are leaving Bible-believing Christians more and more out of step with the demands of the culture. Well, Jesus wasn't in step with the right people either. Not with the governing authorities, not with the religious elites who ran the synagogues, And we know where that led for him personally. For those who didn't know who he really was, he in the end looked like a criminal deserving of death as he hung on the cross. Well, today's passage is one more straw that broke the camel's back for those who were offended by Jesus' teachings. Every man makes a choice in this area. The question is, if you have to offend someone by what you believe, and how you live your life, who would you rather offend, men or God? Here is today's slice of the message entitled, How the Flesh Does Religion. They'd already rejected that he is God in human flesh. They said he was satanic. Why? Because he didn't wash his hands the way they wanted him to. Because he ignored and flouted and confronted their silly, made-up Sabbath rules. Because he always took them to what the Scripture said, not to their opinions. And people who think like that love to be offended. Now, I started thinking about this. I don't want you to be scared to death to go out and have a conviction about something that isn't exactly spelled out in the Bible. Um, When people who are legalistic get offended, everyone around them walks on eggs. Uh, You know, it's an intimidating thing to do. But I want you to understand, it's perfectly fine for you to have personal standards that you live by for your own conscience and comfort. The Bible doesn't tell you every single thing in the Bible. It doesn't tell you whether you should own a Ford or a Chevy or a Toyota. Just just certainly not other kinds, but you see, you you make your own decisions according to your own conscience, according to your own 
preferences. There are lots of examples of legitimate convictions that many Christians have. You might have convictions about dressing a certain way for church. You might have convictions about uh, preferring a certain style of music. As long as the content is accurate, that's not an issue we need to fight over. Uh, Some people believe that they should completely shun tobacco or alcohol in in all forms. I, I share that conviction. Some people think they should avoid movies or certain movies or theater. Uh, Some draw a line at at dancing. Uh, Some prefer a certain Bible translation. I I certainly do. I I use the one I think is best for helping us accurately understand the Scriptures, but I'm not going to die on that hill. Some say television is the tool of the devil. Well, surely it is, but can also be a tool. You can also watch good things. Some people have a big deal about how often we have or should have communion. See, there's lots of things that you can have convictions about, and, and they're perfectly fine as personal convictions. But here's the key point. The instant that you decide Someone else must share your personal convictions in order to be spiritual or in order to be saved or in order to be mature in their walk with the Lord. That's when you have crossed the line into the sinful, poisonous, highly contagious world of legalism. That's the issue. The tragic spiritual state of those men who confronted Jesus on that day was so bad that they actually believed that breaking the tradition of the elders was a terrible sin on the same order of magnitude as idolatry because they took their convictions as of equal authority to Scripture. Now, promised you we'd gain some momentum. It's just about time that we do that, okay? You've met those who love to be offended. You've seen the legalism case study. How did the self-righteous talk sound? I already alluded to it. Verse 5. The Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat their bread with impure hands? Notice, they only went after the disciples because they understood how um, popular Jesus himself was. Now, it's legitimate to ask why questions. But you have to be careful of the attitude behind it. There's a kind of why question that is sinister. And and this is one of them. A a why question can be a way to um, thinly veil an accusation and unveil an attitude of being offended. This summer when I did the provoke the pastor series. I always say um, anonymous questions will be put to the end of the pile or ignored. Um, I got one this year. Actually, it it stuck. I I even set it aside to remind myself about it. The question was, why don't the preacher talk about salvation? Why? Well, you know, there's, there's a pretty good answer to that. I do. Nearly every sermon. And of course, the question was anonymous, 
And of course, the question was absolutely unspiritual because if you have a problem with a brother or sister in Christ, what are you commanded by God to do? Go, speak truth in love, speak in private. So if that was your question, and I haven't driven you away yet, let's push the reset button. Let's sit down. I'll buy the coffee. Let's make an appointment and talk about it. But this was one of those questions that was, why? Why why don't you? It was one of those challenging questions. And Jesus responded to this one with a frontal attack. They love to be offended by people not keeping their traditional rules. And so Jesus nailed them with what truly offends God. So let's move on. They're the ones who love to be offended. We've seen their legalism case study. We've seen their self-righteous talk in the why question now. The root of legalism. Chapter 7, verses 6 through 8. And he said to them, Jesus didn't just say, well, that's really interesting and we should talk about that. And, you know, rabbis have different opinions. No, no. Here's what Jesus said when somebody tried to impose something on him beyond what the Scriptures taught. He said, rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites. I think that's pretty direct. Rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, this people honors me with the lips, with their lips. They love to talk about how spiritual they were. But their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship me. How do you worship God and it's vanity? A waste of time? Here's how. Teaching as doctrines the precepts of men. Neglecting the commandment of God, you hold to the tradition of men. They were very religious. They were very good at talking about it, but they were overruling Scripture. Legalism is the result of the flesh doing religion. It's man making himself the authority instead of humbling himself under the authority of the written Word of God. It's man's feeble, proud, always doomed attempt to make God like him better without dealing with the real problem of sin, which can be solved only by the sacrifice of Christ. What is it that really offends God? Well, hypocrisy, right there at the top, pretending to be spiritual while you create a system to cover up your own real sins. Phony worship certainly offends God. Singing the songs or praying the prayers or simply talking about the virtues of God but refusing to let Him change your heart. And certainly what He's getting to here is substituting man's ideas for God's Word or elevating man's ideas to equal authority as God's Word. That always means that God's Word gets squeezed out. Now, what was Jesus quoting there? You'll find it in the Old Testament in Isaiah 29, 13. And Jesus was giving an inspired application of what Isaiah said back then. And there, um, He says that what Isaiah said in His context was also a prophecy of, you hypocrites. Jesus was very fond of using that phrase, by the way, to describe the Pharisees. Make sure that Jesus would never say that about you. You honor me with your lips, but your heart is far from me, teaching something other than what I say. Let's move on. Those who love to be offended, the legalists. Legalism case study, they had all these things they added to the Bible.
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.